and they want to be in a university or a community college, but they just can't afford it. Like they're working and they're saving up money yeah. so that they can afford it. And it's crazy because like you know their families probably want to help them, but they can't. Like they probably don't want to take out any loans, which is honestly like a good thing. Yeah. But it's like sad. Like these people should be able to. Y'all keep preaching about how y'all want to raise the next generation of innovators meanwhile they're in debt at the age of 20 like what? yeah it's funny because i was reading this thread yesterday and this lady was talking about how i think she's like let's say 70k in debt and she said i've been paying this debt for 10 plus years oh and i've paid god. 70k and i still owe 70k oh my god in just like, like 20 years interest years. yeah and interest, like, what kind of loan? Literally, did you take the out? the interest alone is like the same value of the loan. No, that's a scam. It was a private loan, right? I'm not sure. And a lot of other people kept on replying, like, "I've been paying my loan for thirty years, and I still oh have." Oh my gosh! Like more than half of the value of the loan. Oh. And I feel like that's gonna be me, cause oh no, God forbid, that would be you, please. We'll this medical that. school, I just don't know. Mm-mm. Unless I win the lottery. <laughs> don't say that be you. Let something work out for you. Because, like, that's not... Because the thing about this country that's even more evil, evil is, like, if you don't pay off all your debt, it gets passed off to your family. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, honestly, it's really... It's, it's crazy, like, how things work in this country. It's, like... People think, especially like, you know, in like African countries, they think you come to America, you're good. No. They don't see the behind the scenes. Like, there's so many things that are being, like, put against people. Like, if you're not careful, people will scam you in this country, take all your money and not blink twice. People will, like, you know, you'll get in debt and nobody will lose any sleep over it. Like, no, that's just the way it is. Well. That's your life. Yeah. Anyways, figure it out. Just like I did, even though my father gave me a million dollars to start my business. Oh, my. Like, I don't even know what to say about that. Because <laughs> some of these people be like, yeah, I totally, like, saved and worked hard and pulled myself together when they got inheritance from their great, great, great grandma. Right. Like, you know, that's what I'm trying to do for my kids. That's the, the wealth I'm trying to attain. Right. But you know, like, if you've gone to that level, don't be talking so loud. <laughs> don't exactly. talk so loud. <laughs> you have no reason to talk right now when the people whose parents came to this country with $5 in their pocket are talking. You have exactly. no reason to talk. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then we wanted to just kind of talk about, like, the end of this decade. We're mm-hmm. rounding up 2019. And, like, you know, of course, Apple Music, Spotify, all these little apps that you be using have been telling you, like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is who you've been um, bopping when you were sad for 82 hours at one month. This is who you were listening to at eighth grade. <laughs> like, it's very funny. And I remember I saw a tweet and someone was like, I was literally in elementary, high school, and college. In this, in decade. this decade. Like, that's so true. That's literally, like... All of us that are probably like 19, yeah, 20 right now. Yeah. Like, that's really crazy. I mean, for me, it wasn't because I started this decade in middle school, so I'm a little old. <laughs> I started this decade in elementary, yeah. So, yeah. it's just so. I'm in college now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, literally, what? It's a mess. But, but yeah. Um, I know that at least my artist of the year 
it wasn't someone I knew, which is very Ooh. funny. Oh, because people use your Spotify? <laughs> yeah, so oh. I'm going to have to, that password finna be changed. That's yeah. what I know for sure. Um, but yeah, um, of course, like everyone else, I had Drake. I feel like even people that be like, I don't even like Drake. He was still popping everybody's charts, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? What else? Um, seeing like people do their countdown list or their transformation picture. You know what a good question is, mm. what was your favorite pop culture moment in the past 10 years? I know that's so hard because Beyonce been snapping on next. Like, yeah, we were talking been... about like the self-titled release because today, as we're recording, is the um, anniversary. Yeah, of the yeah. self-titled. Um, your favorite, just one, pop culture moment. <laughs> um, was it a BET award or something where Miguel was performing? I remember watching that performance. Like uh-huh. I was. Sitting around with my siblings, my brother and sister, and we were watching, you know, back then, BET performances used to be popping. Like, I was oh, live yeah. BET Awards was it. Yeah. It used to like, be it. No. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember he was performing. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but he, like, jumped across, like, a pit of people and landed on this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even now, that was, like, the most, like, to see that happen live, I was shook. Oh, God. I was shook. Man, I'm oh. really trying to think. So that was probably my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, one of them that I can say that I, like, really appreciated you want to say it's Coachella performance <laughs> that's true. i'm sorry i know y'all out here like oh beyonce every episode beyonce, 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 beyonce. <laughs> no but it's honestly but she has been a huge influencer in the past 10 years like literally you've seen her grow and it's yeah, like it's huh? insane like like someone can be this talented right. but beyonce's Coachella performance is wow like and then i to... remember the way the wave that it started, like y'all think about, think about where you were when <laughs> it happened. Like think about after it happened, the different recreations, the different recreations that are still happening to this day. This thing happened what twenty seventeen. Yeah. Like the recreations that are still happening, like the the all the little girls that would dress up for Halloween as her, still dress up for Halloween as her in that costume. Like, what's it, Don't they study that performance? Yes. Like, that performance, I'm getting chills thinking about it. It was so awesome. Like, it was perfect. Like, I'm sure in Beyonce's eyes, it probably wasn't perfect. Because she was like, oh, no. oh my God, he missed that one-eighth count, one-eighth of an eighth count. But, you know, she's a perfectionist. But, you know, like... From the people that probably put it together, it probably wasn't perfect to them. But from everybody else, like, it was probably the best live performance in the of past this 10, te- of yeah. this decade. I can agree with that. It was the best one. I actually can't and question There was no mistake. The costuming, the counts, the choreography, the... The stage the design, stage design, the lighting, the lighting, the transitions, everything was perfect. Perfect. Everything was and they so executed good. it twice. That's right. The That's the crazy. It was perfect twice. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I could go on and on about this. I could write a dissertation about this <laughs> performance. And but anyway, that was my favorite pop culture moment of the decade. And I was gonna say, like, speaking to that, her releasing the um, homecoming documentary. 
it's funny enough, I was not on Twitter that day that the Coachella performance happened. I remember, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but I wasn't on my phone. Mm-hmm. I got back on my phone and literally my time, every tweet, Beyonce, Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce. I'm like, ah, what happened? <laughs> and then I come and like, you know, it became unavailable. You couldn't mm-hmm. watch it. So I was like, oh my God. I, I know, I almost cried. Cause, Cause I missed it. Yeah. And then seeing it. Ugh, in the, in the documentary. Yeah. And wasn't just, it Emmy nominated? Yeah, it's like, oh period. my God. Gosh, period. Or and y'all Oscar. That, and y'all, I like to say she's overhyped. Your haters, period. Y'all are haters. Y'all are haters. Because like it's y'all just crazy how <laughs> how beautiful it was. And you know, Beyonce don't be telling us nothing. Never letting us into her life. So which honestly is the way to move. Sometimes. Right, that's true. All the time, I'm trying to get up to that. Honestly, she was very vulnerable, and I loved like seeing her talk and yeah. just discuss like what hard work went into that performance. Mm-hmm. I feel like your faves could never. But yeah. Anyways. You that see? was but uh, for my artist of the year, um, what was it? It was Malik Berry. I don't know if y'all <laughs> know who Malik Berry is. If you do DM me right now as you're listening. <laughs> DM me right now because we need to talk. We probably be friends. But no, um Malik Berry was my artist of the decade, which was kind of a surprise for me. But also at the same time wasn't. And I was telling Bomi earlier that like, if you're familiar with his music, he's an Afrobeats artist. And at the time he came into like the scene and started like, you know, like doing his thing and really started popping off. Mm -hmm. Like nobody was doing it like him. Nobody. Like I'm really trying to think. He inspired so many people after him. Like the the Remas weren't there. The Nonso Nonso Amandi was like around the time of okay. him, but like Nonso, honestly, he kind of helped Nonso Amandi blow up too. Like they were friends, and he helped him blow up. Like those people, those like moody Afrobeats type of people. Yeah, okay. Odonsi wasn't around. He birthed those people. Like y'all gotta Who think about it a little like... bit. Like Odunsi the engine, yeah. um, Rema. Um, even though Rema makes a little bit more poppy sounding music. Uh, oh my gosh, Fireboy DML now. If y'all haven't listened to his project, please do. It's called Laugh, Tears, and Goosebumps. Listen to it. It's so good. So good. But anyway, no. Malik Berry honestly probably inspired a lot of those people. Like, you know, in some shape or form. He was so different when he came in. Mm-hmm. And I remember for like 2016, that was pretty much what I listened to. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I was a stan. And I still kind of am. <laughs> But it, it kind of died down. And the reason why is, like, I, I kind of feel like in the past couple years, mm-hmm. I feel like Malik Berry, like, has started to conform a little bit. And, like, the thing that made him so unique is no longer there. Like, and I heard my brother say this once, like, people like, you know, freaking Daniel Caesar, uh, those people <laughs> that, like, blow up and then, yeah. like, they release another project really soon right after they blow up. Like, you know, they're not hungry anymore. They're not sitting in their house eating ramen every day. So now, they the have pressure a little bit. Is it's off. off. So, like, the passion isn't there. The passion that they used to create, blessed. The passion that they used to create, get you. The passion that they used to, you know what I'm talking about. It's not there as much mm. anymore. And I feel like there's people that do hold on to it. And the people that hold on to it, those are the people that we call icons. Yeah. The Kendrick Lamars, the Beyonce's, the Lady Gaga's. Even if you don't listen to Lady Gaga, she you can't, tell, you can't say she, she didn't, didn't have an impact yeah. like Lady Gaga, you know the Britney Spears even those people, Nicki Minaj, 
they were consistent. That's what makes people legendary. And I feel like nowadays when it's so easy to just blow up, a lot of people don't really like think about that. Like mm. they're just like, okay, like I'm here, I'm excited. And the passion isn't really there anymore when they release other projects. Which is like heartbreaking because yeah. it's like you fall in love with the artist for who they were mm-hmm. initially. Yeah, like I don't even listen to him that much anymore, which is really sad. Cause I, I y'all like twenty sixteen. Yeah, I used to think she only listened to Afrobeats because of that. Like, <laughs> and it was because I loved his music so much. And at the time, he only had like five songs out, like just by himself. She <laughs> like, said, "I'm gonna stream all, all five. five every day." <laughs> and you know the funny thing that we're, now that we're talking about Mel Sherry, I feel like Afrobeats this decade has been like wow. Amazing. Like, Verna Boy. The fact that, like, period. Grammy <laughs> nomination, the fact that he was even complaining one year, Coachella didn't put his name big enough. He said, mm. I'm an African giant. And wow. now that's his he album is. title. Whoa. That's where he, he went to just Manifestations, try Manifestations, y'all. You got late speak night show. Right. Right, and it's crazy because it's like, White people listen to Afrobeats. Like, yeah, everyone's listening that to that. <laughs> I don't know what he be doing. But y'all know who I'm talking about. Like, you know, these people, Davido is starting to come to the mainstream. Yeah. Whiskey has been in the mainstream for a minute after one dance. Like, these people, like, and the fact that Burner Boy, Yummy on and Day. Rema, even, and yeah. Rema has been actually blowing my mind. His talent. If you don't know who Fireboy DML is, you need to get onto him. If you don't know, now you know. Like, <laughs> I'm so serious. I really, y'all know, like, I love music. I love right. Afrobeats. So, that's really it. But it's been great. Yeah, and I think go looking forward into the decade, that's a lot of what's going to be on trend, what is cool. Like, you know, we as, like, immigrants, we saw the, the transition from, like, oh, my gosh, you're from Africa to, like, oh, my gosh, where'd yeah. you get that outfit? Yes. I love your hair. I love, I love your necklace. <laughs> Y'all know that African oh, necklace that everyone was wearing in 2015. Look, I never had one, and I thank God. I, I still have mine. <laughs> but, yeah. Because um, I stay in Africa. <laughs> I love being African. Like, <laughs> Bro, like... Girl, you better shut up. Your great-grandma was African. Now you want to claim me all of a sudden? I thought she was Dominican last year. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to say, talking about, like, looking forward, um, I remember seeing that tweet. I don't know if you guys saw it, where it was basically this girl saying, oh, my gosh, like, in this next decade, I'm probably going to have my first kids. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. That's crazy. And, and I, I like to be sooner for you, too, because you're older than yeah, me. Yeah. And I was just like, Good mama. <laughs> Okay, boomer me as a Nigerian. Like what? <laughs> but yeah, like it's just interesting to think about. Like ten years from now, I will be thirty-one. That's insane. Like what? I'm gonna be twenty-eight. <laughs> but yeah. I'm gonna I'm still look the same. You know, black don't and care. Truly, as long as you're taking care of yourself. But yeah, it's just like being excited for. I mean, I'm gonna be done with college. Right. Hopefully, I will be. You know starting my career and really getting to get into medicine how I want to even with like you know planning on taking gap years and doing mm-hmm. things but I feel like in the next 10 years I see myself being doctor like and that that to me is mind-blowing mind-blowing so right. it's exciting 
And I mean, I don't know where God is gonna take me, but mm. I'm just excited. Right. And I feel like there were times, there were years in this past decade where it was like, girl, I'm good. Like, take me off. Like, oh! I, I'm good. So we all be having moments like yeah, that. Yeah. So like, it's like awesome to just feel more like happy. rejuvenated. Yeah. I'm honestly happy for you, Bomi, because like, you know, honestly, as close as we all are, like, obviously, there's things that Bomi doesn't know about me. There's things right. that Bomi doesn't even know about her sister. There's, you know, right. you don't know every single thing about people in your life, but like, you know, we see a lot of the things that our friends go through, and you know, you be feeling for your friends. Like, when my friends be going through it, like, like you be going through it, through it too, with like, them, like, dang, like, like, yeah. like, what is this? This is a scam. Like, I police like no like <laughs> like truly like i you know it just really hurts seeing people go through it but it's like seeing that like that is what built them up to where they are and like how like sometimes when you go through things you become stronger every mm-hmm. single time yeah you become stronger from it and like thinking of the person bomi was in July and now like it's actually God, crazy like I remember our conversation on my bed like I yeah. remember that day like it's just I just thank God like honestly I'm really thankful for that and for my life too because right. like I'm definitely I feel like I'm in such a place where I'm so like focused on things that I haven't even like thought about the opposite sex in months like i like i've been seeing the dudes and like like first of all i'm not gonna say like dudes are not bad y'all please <laughs> dudes they're are not, not bad they're not bad it's just like for some people that's not where you need to be at some time for me right now i don't need to be looking that direction for what god wants to do in my life and i know that because i like physically hurt what god wants to do in my life that's another conversation if you want to talk about dm me <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, just where I was in July mm-hmm. also, and now, like, I was going through yeah. it. Like, I don't even know. All this three summer? of us, what? Mm-hmm. We were a mess. Like, it was crying yourself to sleep every night. Like, literally. This summer was so ugly. Right. Like, like <laughs> so 2019 ugly. was disgusting. And it's crazy because, because I thought that was shaped. It. No, one, people were hyping it, but two, I thought that was shaped the rest of my year. Like, I yeah. swore I was like, well, I guess wrap it up then. 2019 <laughs> is the worst year of my life. Right. But honestly, it's crazy. Well, yeah, like. 360, mm-hmm. 360, or yeah. 180, because 360 will bring in the future, I'm not going to be like this. It's not mm-hmm. going to be like this. Like, I need to think about that. And where I'm at now, like, I've never felt so, like, inspired. And, like, literally, like, there was one day I made a list of 25 things, like, completely original ideas that I haven't heard of from somebody. Maybe somebody else has done it in the past or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, I have not seen. And, like, for me, as someone that, like, I'm super into, like, being creative and, like, designing things and like creating things like that honestly was like god is about to do something right because i've never done something like that in my life like it i sat there and i was able to do that like that just showed me how focused i was because like me in july i would have got distracted after number two started watching black mirror like something (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like i 
Thank God, like, it's just, like, and I've been working out a lot, too. Like, yeah. granted, y'all, I'm not no fitness model out here. I'm not Britney, babe. <laughs> if you know who she is. <laughs> I don't know who she is. She, she's, like, this really fit girl on Instagram. But, like, I'm not out here looking like her, but, like, the way, I was showing Bomi before we started this yeah. episode. Like, the way I look in August, like, I was fine. Don't get me wrong, okay? That, I was that fine. That was not a question. I've always I mean. been fine, okay? <laughs> but, like, the way I looked physically, like, I was not happy with my body. Like, I would hide it from all my friends. And sometimes, you know, I would complain about you. Like, I don't got no booty. Oh, my God. Like, you know y'all be joking yeah, about yeah. it. But, like, I was, it was seriously affecting me. Like, it was up to the point that, like, I would be so disgusted by myself. Like, I got to a certain point like that. Well, I didn't expect us to get this real. Yeah. But, like, I would get disgusted by myself. Like, and then becoming and going into a place now where, like, I actually was like, you know what? I'm done complaining about that. Get it done. Like, right. that's the way my mind is now. Like, you want to look like this? You can do it. You just have to work for it. Like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? And I know it sounds so simple, but it's really like, it took me so long to finally click that. Like, just yeah. get it. Like, and it's a hard lesson to learn, y'all. Like, it's so hard, but I'm thankful. And I'm thankful too. It's, it's awesome seeing. So much growth especially from people closest to you yeah and having sure. like the people who are supporting you like see your growth as well right so it's just it's been a really awesome year i'm so excited for what the future yeah. a lot of firsts for me a lot of like new things mm-hmm. and like oh okay like uh, new experiences yeah so that's very very like exciting yeah yeah so i'm thankful for that sunday so this past sunday Miss Universe was um, announced, crowned. crowned, yes, from South Africa. And this is the first time ever that Miss Team USA, Miss America, Miss USA, Miss USA, and then and Miss Universe uh, mm-hmm. are all black women. Mm-hmm. And it's so great. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I think it's a great thing that we're moving in that direction. But if I'm being real with y'all, if I'm being 100% real, it's not a win for me until I see someone that looks like me. That's someone that is a black, like a dark-skinned woman. Mm -hmm. It's a win for black women in general. Yes, period. Like, these women, they work hard to get here. Like, all that stuff, even though we think, oh, you just walk around looking pretty. It's hard work. Like, it's hard work. Like, it's not easy at all. But just seeing that, like it's actually so great but i'm gonna be honest and say like it's not a personal win for me like completely you get what i'm saying until i see someone that looks like me that is dark skin like me like miss uh universe she's like on the darker skin side she's very like she's, i feel like she's actually yeah. pretty like we're probably the same skin tone you if are, not, yeah yeah if not her. a bit darker because mm-hmm. you know it's interesting Hearing her talk about being from an African nation and experiencing racism and, you know, um, prejudice because of the color of her skin. And it's like, bruh, like, a majority of people on this continent are as dark as she is. Right. But it's like, we have this warped mentality in society that, like, for some reason, darker skin is not good skin. Or it's not beautiful. It can't be brilliant. It, and, and that's such a shame. And I just feel like moving forward, her win, sp- 
speaks a lot to like black girls everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. it's representation. For sure, for like, sure. Little girls are gonna say, Oh, she and like I mean, look at her hair texture. She wasn't wearing no like she literally yeah. had a shortcut natural Forced hair. Forced to be yeah. looking hair, yeah. Like and I feel like that was such a huge I feel like it was such a huge step in the you right direction. What? Sorry, I just got chills even thinking about it. You know what I just thought of? The women, the young women, like women that are probably, or young girls that are probably like, even born around like, well, let's say 2010, mm-hmm. when all the natural movement started, when all those things started, you know, more representation in the media, these women are going to be so like forces to be reckoned with. Like I was thinking about this like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, whoa, like my daughter She's gonna be greater than me without without a shadow of a doubt. And the way I'm about to be great is I can't even fathom. So I can't even begin to think like these next generation women after like well, let's say generation Z or whatever yeah. you wanna call them and even the ones that may even be babies now yeah. are gonna be great women. Good for a lot. Global warming. <laughs> yeah. Those are our current events. We kinda went on a little bit, but we hope y'all like Cause we don't really get personal on here. Yeah, and we so hope... being a little more vulnerable mm-hmm. and exposing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and move on to Pumi. Pumi, you wanna go first? Yes, I do. It's funny that we talked about um the UK earlier because the song that's been stuck in my head. I actually just found it like two days ago, and it was a random UK Nigerian that posted the song. <laughs> I love I love UK Africans. Like they're so beautiful. You like people Oh my gosh, I love the way they talk. Mm. Look, if you are a British man, hit me up in five to seven years. <laughs> a fine dark skinned British man. You sound like Idris Elba. Hit me up in five to seven years. Cause then I'll be ready for you. Hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, the song is called Helen Back. And that's huh? back by like back like oh no. L N like the letter N and back. Oh. And it's by this artist artist Jesus. It's by this artist named Bakar? 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 Possibly. Okay. I don't know. It just Is it rap? A, no. Oh. It's like a happy little upbeat little just I don't know if you know um Cosmo Pike. No. Like just some <laughs> see I would be saying some stuff acting she like y'all this vampire weekend. <laughs> um, I used to use Tumblr. Stop! <laughs> but it did remind me of my Tumblr day. Like it's Tumblr was cool though. Happy little upbeat song about like we've been through a lot, but we're here and we're happy Aww. and sunshiny. And now it's a very cute song. <laughs> okay. So it's gonna play right now. Where she go? I'll never know. Her friends bounce to. I guess it's their loss because they'll never know what we'll mount to. And would you be my light? Be my yellow? Alright, so if you listen to that little spiel while I was going off about all the Afrobeat artists <laughs> that have come out, one person I kept repeating, bless you, one person I kept repeating was Fireboy um, DML, and um, I just call him Fireboy because I'm not I haven't heard of him. Like literally, oh, you've been saying fire me, boy me. DM and I'm like, yeah, Bomi. yeah, yeah. <laughs> After this, I'm gonna okay. wait. 
But she like, didn't put me on, but she putting y'all on. So no, y'all, special. y'all are special to me. I'm playing. <laughs> but Fireboy DML, he's recently started popping off. He's actually not popular in like the American Western so, world. It's more like Nigeria, okay. really. But his music is like a lot of people have been giving him shout outs or Dikunle Gold, those type of people. He actually worked with Alamide on his album. If y'all know hey, who Alamide hey. is, um, Robaba, that song. Okay, if you don't know it, <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, but the song I'm gonna put y'all on by him is called Energy. This song, oh, like this this song, like this song. That's it. That's the tweet. Like <laughs> that's it. That's the tweet. Like, Same tweet. Truly, like this song is so good. It's so beautiful. Oh, this is a great song, Energy by Fire DML. That's what you like about me. That's why you wanna be around me. to be a little honest <laughs> let's be honest um so y'all i went to go watch Moon slam with like literally i was bothering this boy about watching it for like two months before it even came out i was like we have to see it babe we have to see it we have to and he was like okay i'll take you i'll take you so we go and i just feel like i was let down which is really sad yeah i i've been hearing mixed reviews i was let down like and not in a way that like oh my gosh it was a waste of like time i hated it but like i just feel like some of the decisions characters made the portrayal of like black people in the south it just it just it was Sometimes too cliche. So and I don't want to spoil anything because I know some of you may have not watched it. Like Please me. do watch it. Like go and watch it. But like DM me. Let's have a conversation later. Cause like I really, really want to talk about how this movie played out. There's a lot that I can say about the movie, but all in all, I feel like the ending, especially and the choices they made. I feel like we see a lot of this in like our real world and it's like now black violence has become entertainment or just like a spectacle and I don't like that like I feel mm. like we're so exposed to like black suffering mm-hmm. in a yeah, way we're starting to get desensitized yeah, to it because it's already so. on the news so much yeah so it was just like and I literally like jumped when I was watching it and I was mm. like bruh like this is how it ends like not and my boyfriend kept on saying like it's not like it was a surprise mm-hmm. but it was still like a very big letdown that that's how the movie kind of wrapped itself up but yeah so that's mm. my short kind of di- uh, cryptic <laughs> review of Clean I see I yeah. see I'm gonna have to watch it very soon yeah. hmm well my um let's be honest um this one is not about a movie or anything. Um, it's just about how I feel like being nice has become a trend. And let me explain. Like, for example, being like, oh my gosh, yes, like, that's so cute. Just supporting whatever. But you don't really give up about it. Mm. Like, you, like, I feel like it's become a trend, and I feel like it's kind of like, like, you know how people say, 
how it is in Hollywood, in LA. Like, it's been like that in LA for forever. Yeah. That type of mentality, I feel like, is starting to become popular. And some people... Do you think it's because of social media? Yes. Okay. Like, you feel like, oh, let me hype this person up. Let me be... Let me do... Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel like people feel like because it's school. Like, there was this great tweet that I saw put everything together that was like y'all gotta be low-key mean to people out here um hosting women empowerment events that's a great way to put Mm. everything together that's what i'm saying because women empowerment has been like a hot topic it's like topic okay so it's like an on-trend like i want to be that like feminist yeah that's the trend yeah okay but the thing is a lot of people don't really care about that they Mm. just care me and my homegirls good i'm chilling Mm. and it's like be selfish be selfish with your chest man (laughs) like you know what i'm saying so people just being meanie right like instead of you to say you know what like i would love to like i would love to like um you know, like, do this women empowerment thing. Y'all should do this thing because it's women empowerment. Blah, 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 blah. But you don't show that in any other way of your life that yeah. you care about women empowerment. You're actually the opposite in all the other areas of your life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you actually, like, don't do that at all. Like, that's what I mean, y'all. Like, yeah. being woke and being a feminist and being a woman empowered has become, like, a a trend a when people don't thing. really care about it that's my let's be honest that's my hot take because you know people just want to be accepted people want to be part of the trends but it's like but i think it's also people want to capitalize on it because yeah. you know that we talked about like demetrius Harmon mm-hmm. and like all this like, <laughs> and all this like you know you care about mental health and mm-hmm. do this and use do my that. code for 30 like i'm not off. saying like these people are mean people maybe yeah but i'm saying like they're using something that, like, it's a more serious topic than, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm wearing this sweatshirt, so now I'm not depressed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like... Right, that's so, like, surface level compared to like, what it actually is. Yeah, and it's like you're you're playing into, like, okay, we are trying to be more aware. So how can I use this new awareness that everyone has to make thousand dollars yeah you know and i i'm not even saying like don't make your money don't do this but like be wise about what mm-hmm. you're trying what you're to saying. capitalize on right and make sure you're coming from a good place because the thing is i noticed like a lot of times if people just took the time to reflect on their actions before they do them like actually think about it it's there's like, a lot of things seem like a little right, crazy to like, you? a lot of things wouldn't happen in this world like sometimes people just do things because it sounds good or maybe your friends are hyping you up and you know especially as we're young you know we're very impulsive sometimes and i get that this like sometimes some of the stuff y'all are saying will come down to haunt you yeah you know especially with everything being documented like i don't want to sound like an (laughs) auntie but like you know if you don't really care about women empowerment don't use the word like, you sound fake, and you are fake. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just be selfish. <laughs> like, just that's do not your... And you know what? Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you want to care about it, but you're just not... That's fine, but build up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't just throw the word out because you want it, but you genuinely don't care. Like, that's just fake, right? So I would rather someone just say what they need to say and call it a day 
and to be using the hot hot word of um black history um black pride women empowerment feminism instead of you to use that like don't use that just say what you gotta say and go like that's just what i think i never like really knew how to sum it up i think i've i felt similarly but i didn't Mm -hmm. really know like i'm a very like i'm a person that like i love to see the best in people Mm -hmm. and i love to move in a way that like as not as long as it didn't hurt me but like when I don't see something that's like a blatant red flag, I'm always hoping like, okay, maybe this person it's didn't. A mistake. Yeah, yeah, like I'm very like I wanted. I'm a person that loves to be forgiving, mm-hmm. but like I've noticed this, and it's like I don't know how to say like, oh, you being fake. Like I'm, cause you know maybe that person is being genuine. I'm always mm-hmm. like both ends of right. You know, so mm-hmm. it's 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 an, it's an interesting trend that's going yeah. on, and I hope that. And it's to navigate it mm-hmm. in a better way. Right. Better and the only way to navigate it is to actually check yourself. Because yeah. no one can read your mind. You're it's the like, only what's one my that, true intention? Right. This. Ask yourself that question before you post that video, before you post that tutorial, before you post that, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before you post that tweet, like, saying, oh, um, this is my code for 40% off. Like, before you do those things, think, what are my intentions, truly? Because yeah. I think that I could tell you the money is not worth it. Because... Cause some money has blood on it, and and when it when there's guilt on that money, when there's people's actual pain on that money, it's not worth it. Like it, it's True. not. At least that's what I think. Some people don't care, I, and some people believe in any means necessary, which is an actual very toxic phrase to live by. In my opinion, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. Now it's time to talk about our main topic. <laughs> Forty-seven minutes. <laughs> It's probably going to be shorter than that. Yeah, so don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, um, so our episode title is Unfriendly Black Hotties. And I'm sure you guys are like, what? These girls are the friendliest people we've ever met. The friendliest. <laughs> the friendliest. And I, I hope you guys enjoyed our Instagram takeovers. If you haven't peeped those or you missed that those like three days that we did that, you can check them out on Instagram. We tried to be very friendly, actually. Yeah. But this discussion is more about, like, black women and our representation and, like, culture mm-hmm. and having to, you know, put up this facade and, like, not allowed to, not being allowed to, like, really genuinely express our emotion without being perceived as, like, you're angry, you're bitter, you're this, you're mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. It just makes me think of uh, that, um, scene in Mean Girls. I don't know if y'all seen Mean Girls. Um, but mm, like, <laughs> it, like if you haven't watch it today. <laughs> it's <laughs> on some streaming. Some streaming, I guarantee you. But um yeah like it makes me think of that scene where she's like in the cafeteria, she's like, oh the unfriendly black hotties. And it's like yes she says something really stereotypical to them, I think. She was like she was like saying like some African language to, to them, thinking oh, that yeah, they were she, African like her, because she grew up in Africa or whatever African country. And yeah, she was like, she said African language to them and they were like, what? And it's like, yes, like, I would probably give her the same look if that was me. But, but like, at the same time, like after that, they just never like talk. And I know it's a movie. I know it's just like, Supposed to be funny, but, it's still but it, it's in a way. very yeah. valid. Yeah, like when black people even just minding their business, they look mean. 
Do you know how many, like, y'all, I went to school in the suburbs. My school wanted to be ghetto so bad, but it's not ghetto. <laughs> like, Stony Point wants to be ghetto so bad, but it's not. <laughs> but it, it's in the suburbs, and it was, like, a good mix of students. But, you know, once upon a time, I used to live in a predominantly white city, Colorado Springs, and I went to a predominantly white school. And, like, sometimes people look at you and they think that you're, like, mean, yeah, I because, think I've done that a lot too. Yeah, because you're just minding your business. Like, I have a friend, Um, she's like, I think she's Hispanic. But, like, she um said the first time she ever met me, she thought I was mean. Yeah. Like, so many people. And it's like, yes, I know I be having, like, a serious face most of the time. And so I really be trying to work on it, like, you know, like, but it's like, that's just me. Like, I'm not angry i'm not mad at anybody and if i am why does it matter so much to you right like, you know what i'm saying like mind if your it's business. not for you, you then you know what i'm saying like why can i be angry like yeah. if i am angry I why like we can't don't I have be? permission to right right and it's like and i got that a lot too and i think also being like i was always taller and bigger mm-hmm. so like people like i mean guys and girls would be like oh yeah i just thought you were like, I was going to bully them or push them. So, I was like, girl. Bully like, who? I, you're the I last was the person. one getting bullied. Right. Like, I'm so shook. But, yeah. Like, like you know how, like, it reminds, like, I just feel like in elementary school, you were one of those kids, you know, that would be sitting on, in the by, in the swing by themselves. Yeah. Or picking the little dandelion. That's just what no, I that, imagine. That was bullying. actually me, though. <laughs> no, I would be sitting in the bus like, I'm going to just oh. sing a tune until I get home. Oh. That was me. Like, if you knew what elementary school I went to. Oh. Anyways. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, that makes me so sad. Okay. Like, but but yeah. yeah, I feel like black women, we are expected to have this like personable, just always sweet, always palatable. And we're always hypersexualized, so we mm. have to be super sexy, super nice, super. It's like some super of us just don't got the sex appeal. <laughs> like some of us just don't, and that's okay. Like not every white girl is sexy. Like well, this doesn't make any sense. Like, like, like black girls are really put into like all black girls are this. Like yeah. literally that's it. Like I gotta we, be double cheeked up. <laughs> yeah, like it's and it's not fair. Like we are presented in such a manner. I feel mm. like. One example that happened recently when Ari Lennox was talking about, you know, losing the Soul Train Awards to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really just, like, very hurt about it. Because yeah. it's like, her genre of music is soul. Yeah. And, like, like I Leo love soul. Lizzo. I'm like, not saying Lizzo is not a good artist. I don't. Right. I mean, she, her music is not my taste. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean she's not good. Right. But she's not a soul artist. And mm-hmm. I felt like when... Ari was going on about it on Twitter. Like, so many people are like, you're ungrateful, you're rude, you're this, yeah, you're that. Was, most of them were black people, too. And it's like, why isn't she allowed to be hurt? Yeah. Like, and then people will say, oh, well, black women do this. They're not, they don't express their feelings. And then when you do, it's an issue. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It all connects back to my let's be honest. People want to be women in powers, but you don't really, you're not, y'all are not writing for the cause. Like, y'all don't really care. <laughs> because <laughs> if one black woman is on Twitter talking about how her she is that she was snubbed from an award, she's ungrateful. You don't really care about women empowerment. You don't. For you to call her ungrateful, you don't. Because she's allowed to feel hurt. 
She's allowed to go on a rant. It's all right. If she wants to go and rant on Twitter about how hurt she is without, like, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like personally, like, I would hope if I was ever in that situation, I wouldn't want to handle it the way she did, like, on social media. Because, I mean, even me as a person, when I'm going through, like, stuff, like, I'm not tweeting about it. Some people, that's their outlet, and that's fine. But, like, why is she not allowed to do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Why is she not allowed to have the outlet? Why is she not allowed to talk? Like, just because you wouldn't do it that way doesn't mean she's not allowed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just what I think with that. Yeah, and I feel like now we are in this other sphere of Twitter where we're so quick to roast people Mm -hmm. or pop off a joke. And we don't realize how painful... Like, there's someone... On the other side of that screen, right. going to read what you said. And, like, we talked about on our Instagram about Summer Walker and that issue. And we talked a little bit about it last episode. episode. Yeah. But it's like, you don't realize that we're saying, like, oh, check up on your strong friends. We we support mental health. Let's, and then let's if call. Summer Walker goes and says, oh, I'm depressed because I'm getting attacked on Twitter because I said I have social anxiety and you guys are clowning and doing this. Right. And then what will you say? Right. You know? Let's be honest, and let's... Re- Here's another little... Let's be honest. <laughs> y'all don't really... Like, y'all that are saying, check on your strong friends, y'all are the ones that are being mean to people. Y'all are the ones. Y'all that are always saying every single time somebody, you know, you know... Trigger, trigger warning, suicide, like, just b- right before someone, like, right after someone commits suicide, or y'all are like, oh, check on your strong friends, check on your this. Like, most of y'all that say that, not all of y'all, most of y'all that be saying are the ones that are mean to people. Like, yeah. y'all are the ones that are causing people to feel depressed. That's why y'all feel a lot, like, and I'm saying this because I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all feel that guilt inside of you, and you're like, oh, damn, like, let me, let me. Let me at least post for Twitter post so that they Check on your strong friends. No, no. Check yourself. Check yourself. <gasps> Check on yourself. <laughs> It's just, it's, in you know, mental health, like I said earlier, it's such a big and per- per- pervasive, like, issue mm-hmm. in our generation. And I feel like if it's not, like, joked about, then it's not, like, if someone's serious about, like, I am definitely, I have social anxiety, I definitely have um, um, depression, I definitely have whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, like, when it's not joked about, I feel like it's not taken. Like you, when you don't get the likes and retweets about, oh, I just had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. But when someone's actually panicking and depressed, they're alone. Like, there's, there's nothing. And it's like I feel like everyone has certain things that they go through. Some people have things at a higher intensity than mm-hmm. others. Granted, like I'm not taking away from that, but I will say I feel like there's a lot of selfishness that goes. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's just really the root of all of these problems is just selfishness. Just thinking about yourself and when your friend, you know, does something and you think about, oh, damn, like, I haven't even checked on them in, in like, three months. I haven't even. That's why you now go and be playing on Twitter and say, oh, no, check on your strong friend. <laughs> like, that statement, I, I appreciate the statement. But a lot of times, yeah, 
but a lot of times what I see on my timeline is the people that have been mean to people that I know or me. <laughs> like so I'm like and it's like there's a difference between mean and joking. Yeah. But mean that you're just mean spirited. Yeah. Like so we're gonna finish up the topic with this last question. Cause we had kind of like a freelance talk, you know, we just had a discussion. But like, do you think black women need to be nicer? No. Quote unquote nicer. No. <laughs> like no. <laughs> like, because just, black women are nice. <laughs> not like, even that. Like, okay, like I just feel like we black women we extend ourselves in ways that like we we, we endure a lot of suffering, mm-hmm. a lot of bullying, a lot of like making ourselves palatable to mm-hmm. others. Within our community and outside. So like if we wanna be upset, we should be upset. Yeah. And I'm not saying go and be a bully. Like I'm I think I know so many beautifully like warm hearted, friendly, bubbly black women. Mm-hmm. And I think that stereotype of us being mean needs to be like like done for because mm-hmm. we're not all the same we're not right. and I, I think we're perceived as mean just it's to, rooted in racism honestly <laughs> because we don't want to talk to you or we don't want to do that like yeah. well why do we have to confront what, to what you want right. from me yeah mind I, your I business yeah. mind, mind your business about how you haven't changed your underwear in two days stop talking about me <laughs> and how I look mean yeah. Like, I personally think black women don't need to be nice because black women are already really nice. Some yeah. of the nicest women, some of the kindest women I've ever met in my life. Remember that uh, video of the black woman saving that deer from... Literally. <laughs> like, we are sweet. We are, we are literally the kindest women on earth. <laughs> literally. I will say that with my whole chest. We, I, we put in our sisters on. Yes, we like, be like, oh, yes, girl. Like... And I, and I mean it from like a we doing it for like a from our heart. heart yeah like we're genuine some of the most genuine kind women real and and even if I wasn't a black woman I'm sure I would be saying the same thing I'm sure of it because literally times when I felt alone times when I felt like an outcast the people that welcomed me were usually black women precisely. And that's on that. That's period. That's on that's on period. <laughs> but, but yeah. So I, I really enjoyed doing this episode. Yeah, this was a nice one. I hope y'all like it. But that's it. Bye y'all. Bye. If you send me the location, then I'll be right there. Then make I come check you, my baby. No time, no. And my dog is on probation. Another five years We bring girls to his location No time, no Send me the location This year about vacation Flight catching, train taking As soon as my nigga